Welcome back to the Novelty Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Sadie. And this is the podcast where we read the books and we spill some tea. Oh my gosh. We're but not here. today. We're not spilling tea today. <laughs> we are not. Although just personal tea, maybe. Yes, I don't sure. know. Who knows what we're going to get into today. But we are going to do an EBTB, you guys, on The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood. I'm excited. What I don't know if you know <laughs> is... Is her name actually Allie Hazelwood? And it's we'll a get cover into, name. We'll get into no that way. in a little bit. How you doing, Mar? <laughs> we are hanging on, people. We're doing good. She said hang out by thread. Take I think you've been up thread. since yesterday morning. Yeah, it's been a long night. Yeah, you've not gone to bed. <laughs> not gone to bed. But you know what? You're here. I, I don't Lashes regret it. Lashes are on. You're here. Lashes You're crushing it. At the end of the day, the lashes are on. You're doing fine. Ex- <laughs> yes. Yes. That's a great barometer. Your lashes are there. You are good. You're fine. Um, we have some catching up to do. First thing I want to know. The Conmary method. We talked about it last week. Oh, stop. Did you Conmary method your life in the past week or no? Hear me out. Okay. She said no. <laughs> no. Because basically I did not. Okay. You probably have valid reasons, but I want to. But okay, they're not valid. <laughs> I think. I think really at the end of the day, is I'm tired. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so it's like I've been doing a really good job of like keeping the kitchen and the living room area like super go. clean, and I think it's fooling my brain. Yes, it's like I walk into the house, I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. I spent most of my day out there, so I'm feeling good. And then I walk into a bedroom, and I'm like, oh. You're like, bye-bye. Forgot. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think we'll get there. I think at this point, I'm just being plain lazy. Okay. And I think sometimes that's okay. Yeah. You want to have moments of rest. Moments of rest. The that's living great. area is spick and span. You wouldn't even know. So, that's you know perfect. What? I feel like as long as you do like an evening tidy, yeah. you're good to go. Yeah. You know, I um, went ham on the Comrie method. <laughs> ah, a little bit I did. A I little bit I did. <laughs> Um, the first thing that got got was my files. Like oh, literally every, I have this like accordion file folder of all these like important documents. And I started going through them like in her method, which is like putting it into a binder. Cause she's like, most often or not, people will store like random crap they don't need. Yeah. I had literally my receipts for my, my wisdom teeth surgery oh. in like my 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. Years ago. Well, do you put that like in a medical record? I just put it in like, I was like, this feels important. Yeah. I that was like, what felt important at the time. Yeah. I was like, my teeth <laughs> felt significant to me. So I was like, saved it. And then it was literally like had appliance manuals, like all this crap I didn't need. So that got trash. It got um, got. It got got. And then my utensil drawer. Amen. Honestly, it was the most satisfying thing. I like measured the drawer. Wow. Bought this like bamboo organizer. It looks She's fabulous. No, you open it up and you're literally like, oh, like, it's her pick. It's her pick. <laughs> of so my cute. drawer. No, it literally looks phenomenal. Like Joel came home, he's like, this feels very adult. Then I was like, Aww. yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, the last thing was I got a tea box. You got a tea box. Have you ever seen those? You, like you saw your teeth. Like literally, yeah, they're it's a, like a little bamboo yeah. box with like a clear top. And because I have like I had six boxes of tea That's that I did tea. not know were just like in there. And so finally I put them all in. I was like, wow, this feels really nice. So that Aww. was, I con read a lot last week. You know what I learned from this method, mm. even though I didn't do it, okay, <laughs> is like, well, I saw after we were talking about this, I saw things in my feed of people like how to shop correctly at a thrift store. 
Oh. And it just kind of blew my mind because for me, even though like I like I think I try to look for like cute and unique things. Yeah. It's like it was like a whole nother mindset of like you look at what you can do with it, not just what it mm. is. Like, you know, and right. so I was like, like how it fits into your wardrobe. Yeah. Okay, okay. Or like she well, um, or even like how you decorate your house and things like making it meaningful and stuff, but also cute at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I she was talking about how like decor sometimes can just be like meaningless yes. you know and these people they, they go to the thrift store and like there's like cute little boxes but it might have like a plant in it but they take the plant out and they like use it for like a ring box oh, or like things like that sweet. like just things i never thought of before people and so, are so like creative i they are they are i'm gonna try to learn yeah <laughs> i'm like couldn't be me Good i will be a copycat till i die <laughs> just tell me what to do and just I'll tell do me it. what to do so yeah okay comrie guys I hope that you listened to last week's episode so you know what we're talking about. But if you did not, we were talking about um, the Marie Kondo method of like tidying and organizing and cleaning. So go back, listen to that episode yes. because honestly, it inspired me. I started going through my house and Joel's like, you need to stop with the Amazon purchases. I was like, okay, I can't Yeah, you're supposed to be getting rid of things. No, but I like got organizers to Storage. like- Storage. Yes, yes, but I did it. I did a great job though. I like wanted to buy all these organizer or organizational tools for like underneath that cabinet. And she said, do not do that until you go through everything and then figure out what you actually need. So I didn't, I didn't buy anything yet. Um, Next on the order of business. (laughs) Taylor Swift is going to the Super Bowl. What? (laughs) I know you're living under a rock. I know. I can't help it. thing is literally in the Super Bowl, a freaking gin. And so she's going to go. Yeah. Like she's going or she, she's well, like the halftime show? No, no, no. I'm saying she's going to Super Bowl as in like Travis is in the Super Bowl. So she's going to the Super Bowl. All Apparently right. they asked Not her to be. exciting. And it's very exciting. Apparently they asked her to be in it at the start of the year. Like they asked her to be the halftime show and she said no. She's wow. like, I'll just go with my boyfriend instead. Oh, well, that's cute. But apparently she's, um, this is old news, you guys. So sorry because we're recording this one week ahead. So when you listen to this, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. So get ready. Get ready. But um, apparently she's performing like four shows in Tokyo that night before, the week before. What a boss. And so they're literally like, how is she going to get there? Everyone's She'll worried. There. She will get there. This She'll, woman has means and methods. She has means and methods. She's got jets. Like also she's got so many lookalikes. Like is she really <gasps> in Tokyo? Like I... <laughs> like is she really in Tokyo? I feel like Do at some point. Taylor Swift has a double? I mean, <gasps> that's the way to go. It was it me not? when I had bags and blonde hair. There you- no way. Insane. <laughs> no way. I love it. I am not even kidding you. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. Well, I just wanted you to know because I don't know. You don't follow NFL stuff. No. You're not. I just. I know. But I love so the Super exciting. Bowl though. I love Honestly, the Super Bowl. Honestly, when the Lions lost, which I know you don't care about, but a lot of people out there do. It was so funny because it was basically this insane roller coaster of like they were crushing it doing so well the Lions have never gone to the Super Bowl mind Mm. you so this was like the underdog everyone wanted them to go to the Super Bowl the Lions are literally doing so good so good making all these touchdowns and the half happens and then they start going downhill so fast and there's all these videos of like girlfriends fiancés wives whatever sisters filming a guy like watching this game like their boyfriend their husband Mm. their brother and they're like yes yes like so excited (laughs) at the start of the game and then literally by the end of it it's like Oh, that because like, they're crushed. Because yeah. literally, this it was very sad. It was a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. No, I I 
love sports. I just don't sit down and watch like. And Hunter puts the game on every single week. Really? Yes. And Malachi always runs around. He's like, "Go Packers, go Chiefs!" <laughs> like all this stuff. So it's like it's in the house. You just I'm don't just care like, about it. I don't care. That's fine. That's valid. Okay. But like, I'll join in. She'll join in if I need to. You guys, I forgot to t- say this at the start of the episode. What? Happy February. Oh, yeah. It's the month of love. It's Mars' favorite month because it means it's chock full of love episodes. Chock full of love. Listen, also, I know I love love episodes, but my kids, they both have birthdays during this month. Cute. And yeah, it's Valentine's Day, I which know. is Ace's birthday. Oh my gosh, so much. So sweet. There's so much going on this month. So much going but on. But we are going to dedicate this month to love. And we recognize not everyone's in a relationship. Not everyone mm. wants to be in a relationship. So we're not trying to shove love down your face. Actually, yeah. some of these are, you know, like, uh, what is it? Where it's like enemies to lovers trope. Like oh, some nice. of these books are not like... Your traditional what you'd romance. expect. No. Oh, so romance. we recognize that some of you guys might be not wanting that. But also, if you secretly do want some steamy books, <laughs> we're reading them for you. <laughs> I love that. Actually, this one apparently is very steamy, the love hypothesis, which we will get into. But in honor of Valentine's Day month, I looked up the top five rom-coms ever on Rotten Tomatoes. And you know how Rotten Tomatoes is like very strict, yeah. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I fully expected these to be like iconic ones I know. I want to know if you've heard of any of these. Any. The first five highly rated, top, top rated rom-coms on Rotten Tomatoes. Number one is The Philadelphia Story. Nope. It was made in 1940. Cute buggies. Ah! Cute, <laughs> cute the like, what is it, the ringer phone where you're like talking like this. Literally. I love I watched it over the weekend. (gasps) I wanted to feel like... She loves her period pieces. Doesn't matter what kind. Here's the thing. It was Cary Grant in it. So he was the only actor that I knew of that was like, oh, maybe this is why Mm. it is like highly rated. It was... It was so problematic. There was- were so many things. I was like, oh, that would never be ever filmed or written in today's <laughs> society. Like ever. Like literally the opening scene. It's basically about this like marriage that um, they, Cary Grant and this girl get divorced. And then a couple years later, she's getting remarried. And he goes back and basically ruins the wedding and like steals her back again. Wow. I need to watch yes. that. However, <laughs> he opens up and he's like storming out of that house, gets into a cab, slams door she like throws the golf clubs golf clubs he gets out smacks her on the forehead and she falls over and that is literally how the movie starts i was like it was the 40s it was the 40s 40s. i couldn't believe it i literally was like no freaking way (laughs) um okay so philadelphia story number two is the lady eve no number three is the shop around the corner no number four his girl friday no. Number five, it happened one night. Nope. Okay, so I have heard of the shop around the corner and it happened one night, but I've never watched those. So when I heard this list, so I was like, maybe this is biased. Like this mm. feels like all old movies. Yeah. Like this does not seem right. But then number six is made in 2017 and it's the big sick. Oh, have you ever watched that one? I have, yes. It is so freaking it, good. It is, but I I don't understand why. It's sixth? Yeah. Well, that's what I was... So it kind of validated this list to me a little bit where I was like, oh, okay, so they're not just picking like yeah. old movies. But then I was like... So anyway, so I want to go back. stand the test of time. Yes. I don't know. I might need to... It's like Elf at Christmas. Oh, yes. That's a good one. That's a classic. You it's just a classic. To. Yes. Every single year you have to watch that. Yes. So I kind of want to watch like the last... 
two through five for the rest of the month and just see. I'm like, I want to see what's up with this. But anyway, yeah, I thought that was important to know, you guys. So go check out some of these rom-coms because I genuinely want to know, am I missing something? Am I not like a movie like snob or connoisseur, like to know mm. what's a good movie or not. Because the first one, I don't know if it should be number one. I love the fall on our stars. <gasps> you know what I mean? <laughs> that one's so good. Have when you? When I bought, oh yeah, I read the book like three times before it came out, and then my mom took me, and I started to cry at the very beginning when it was like boom, clap, the sound of my heart. <laughs> my mom was like, "You haven't even watched." <laughs> Oh, have you seen uh, Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl? It is. It got me. It got me so deeply. You know, it's just... Mo- I'll get emotional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just know this. Is, I love, I love, love. I, I just she love loves, this loves. This is your month, girl. It's my month. So for all of you listeners out there that are like, Mar, strap in. This is your month. This is a good one. It's a roller coaster ride. Get ready, okay? You know guys, what I'm going to do? What? What? <laughs> I think I'm gonna cut my hair off. <laughs> now I know what you think, though. I've been bald. I you said back. you were doing your Jennifer Aniston era. What happened well, to that? It's a lot of work. I did it for like two weeks. It was gorgeous. It was giving. Okay, it's a lot of work. It is a lot. It is a of work. lot of work. Yeah. And you know what? I love having long hair, but right. then I had to ask myself. So what I mean, I'm gonna cut off. I think I'm gonna go like. Pixie? What are you thinking? No, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Not on this head. You know what I mean? You got to know yourself, you know? And a pixie's not for this girl. Have you ever done those filters where it'll tell you, like, where your best hair length no, is No, but or I whatever? should do that before it's I terrifying. cut it. Oh, I'll do it. But I want to go shorter because I think with long hair, you know what? I think there's just too much social... What? The? I don't know. Too societal much, pressure? Yes, too much societal pressure to have long hair. Yeah. Because I've always been like, well, I need my long hair to like look good, feel good. And I'm yeah. like, why? Because like, honestly, I love a good like just a quick yes. flip back and let's go. Yes. You know? My girlfriends, when I was in Arizona, they literally were saying, because I was like, I think I'm growing my hair out. And they were like, Sadie, short hair is you. Like the short hair blonde look was you. And I was like, wait, was it really? Yeah. I, was like, I don't know me. <laughs> I was like, hold on. Dude, I don't know who I am. I do think I've gone through so many iterations of like hairstyles. I think you have too. I, you shaved your head. I shaved my there head. Was I there. had the pixie cut. Okay, growing up. Not by choice. Not by choice. She goes. It was for a few months. It, it was, was there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, how do we get here? How do we get here? Where are we going? Okay. Uh, the love hypothesis. <laughs> you guys, this was written by Ali Hazelwood. It was published in September of 2021. It is a like medium sized book, 376 pages. It is a 4.25 on Goodreads, which I feel like is pretty high. It is. It's a 4.5 on Apple Books. Uh, and it was like 96% on Google was like people like this book. See, I've been, listen, the reviews are hot. The reviews are hot. As hot as this book. As hot. Because I barely see me. I literally looked up. I said, I was like, is the love hypothesis? Because remember, you guys, this is EBTV, so yes. we haven't read the book. That I was like, is the love hypothesis steamy? And it just comes up. Chapter 16. That he touched I her. I saw that too. I didn't see what was going on. I just saw everyone going like, chapter 16 blew my mind. And I was like, I need to read chapter 16. What is going on? Chapter 16. Man, looking forward to it. I'm I reading cr- this book. <laughs> You know, this was a back 
to whenever well. we first started the podcast. Yes. We had never read these books before. And it was like every single one was lovemaking. And we're like, <laughs> what is going on? I saw this video. It was so funny. Because remember how we read The Core of Thorns and Roses? Yes. It was like fantasy. Yes. <laughs> It was like fantasy erotica kind of novels. It was like so inappropriate. But basically there was this couple online and the girls like reading this fantasy book and the husband's like doing a voiceover and he's like, he's like, she touched my fairy dust. And then oh Lily tried to do all these voices of what he thinks his wife's book's about. And I started laughing so hard because I was like, girls try to be so smart. And then the husbands find out what they're actually doing. Ah, yes. That is this book. I'm so excited. You guys, this is going to be a fun book to read. This is going to be really, really interesting. So Allie Hazelwood. What's her real name? We don't know. <gasps> because you guys, Allie yeah, Hazelwood. She's a ghostwriter? Allie Hazelwood is her pen name. Oh, so this woman literally is a Italian neuroscientist. So she literally was born and raised in Italy. She's in the mafia. Moved to the... Oh. She's in the mob. She'll get you. Um, she li- <laughs> she moved to the U.S. She's an actual neuroscientist. She That's has her crazy. PhD. She works in STEM. And she literally doesn't want her coworkers or anybody to know that she wrote. So she made a pen name. So this woman is a brilliant scientist right now in the U.S. working in the field of neuroscience. And Allie Hazelwood is not his real name. This is a mystery. I love Isn't it this. Amazing? Wait, these people could just be working with her yes. right now and be like, oh my gosh, have you heard of the new book? Yes. And she's just like, never heard yes. of it. Yes. So basically she said that her, so she is living with her husband, husband somewhere in the US. So she got her start by, she wrote erotic fan fiction about Star Trek's Mr. Spock. You know, I saw this. Mr. Spock. With the ears. <laughs> Like what? You know, I used to watch Star Trek religiously. I watched it too. I it loved was it. actually really yeah. good. It's yeah. still good. Captain Sometimes it's Hey, man, it's a good show. It's a good show. Okay, so literally, she basically got her start by she wrote this like erotic fan fiction, and then she wrote another piece inspired by Kylo Ren and Rey from Star Wars. Oh my gosh! And basically, a literary agent. Found it in 2020. So they're like reading, which I was like, what are you oh doing? Reading gosh, this erotic fanfic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, he's like, no, I'm just looking for the next great novel. Yeah, sure okay. you are. But literally, so he was reading it and then they connected on Twitter and <sighs> he helped her get the love hypothesis written. The power of social media. Can you believe that? So literally, he was saying like, oh, if I, if you hadn't said that you were basing this off of Kylo Ren and Ray, no one would ever have known. Like, this is a real story. This is a book. Oh, wow. So he was like, your writing is so incredible. And he's like, I think we should get you to write a book. Isn't that, that crazy? That is so cool. That's like yeah. someone seeing your talent before yes. you know you had it. Yes. So then literally, she was saying too about like the whole, because I love, I was like, it's so rare that people write under pen name nowadays mm-hmm. because- I feel like everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be known. Everybody wants to be talked about. And so I think it's really interesting and unique and rare when someone does choose to still write under a pen name. Like, I'm sure people could, if they really, really dug deep, they could probably find it. But it's like, she, her picture's out there. Her real name is somewhere in the lab or in the space Mm -hmm. that she actually works. And then there is her... Allie Hazelwood and her picture is like attached to that but it would, I think it would take a lot to like find it the yeah. two yeah um, but about that she was saying like the people that know her as Allie Hazelwood 
talking about her readers. She goes, I don't want them to know my real name. But she says, I don't mind if people who know my real name find out she's Allie Hazelwood. Yeah, which I thought that, that was really, sense. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. So she's like, if she's working in her lab and someone comes up to her and like, hey, this is so weird, but I just read this book and like, are you her? Yeah, She's like, crazy. I don't mind that much, but she doesn't like it when like her fans... Like, yeah. go and find it's out. It's like going in, like, personal space, yes. maybe. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. Oh, my gosh. I love that for her. I want to know who she is now. I know. That is so cool. Yes. Okay, Mar, do you want to give us a little bit of an overview of what this book is about? Read us a description. Yes. So bear with me. I'm not a scholar. But also, for those... Okay, we have to keep in mind that this was written, at least what they said, it's written for new adults. Oh, like young adults? Yeah. Oh, YA. Yeah. <gasps> see, I did actually see... <clears throat> I try not to go on Reddit, ever. Ever. But I saw I a little Reddit, Reddit thre- thread about like criticism of the book and because it's very widely talked about, but then it's also, of course, criticized. Yeah. And under the criticism, they were saying like it, it feels juvenile unrealistic. That yeah. was like one of the big critiques. So that, but that makes sense, I guess, if yeah. it's YA. Yeah. They so. said, that's just because I know that sometimes we read love books and Sadie's like, it's just, it's just not giving adults. And it's like, it's because it wasn't. It, it was a YA book. They were literally teenagers. <laughs> yeah, so just keep that in mind, but I'm excited. Okay, so the description is this. Hazelwood debuts with a charming, offbeat rom-com pairing a somewhat awkward doctoral candidate with a hotshot young professor. <gasps> Olive Smith, a third-year PhD student in biology at Stanford University, doubts <gasps> that happily ever after exists, while her bestie, Anne, is a hopeless romantic. But Olive briefly dated Anne's current crush, Jeremy, and now Anne's refusing to act on her feelings because of girl code. In an attempt to prove she's over Jeremy and alleviate Anne's guilt, Olive impulsively kisses famously professor, the famous professor Adam Carlson and convinces him to fake date her. But as attraction and chemistry grow, their relationship becomes more than pretense. Things further evolve after Olive is harassed and belittled at a professional conference and Adam provides a supportive shoulder. But can their relationship hold up in the real world? With whip-smart and endearing characters, snappy, Prose and a quirky take on a favorite trope, Hazelwood convincingly navigates the frauds, the fraught strolls of academia. Academia. I'm so sorry. I'm so so By the end, I was I was losing it. No, but. you did incredible. <laughs> you got all those words, girl. <laughs> it's hard sometimes. Oh, no, sometimes it is hard because you're trying to like read it with inflection, but at the same time, you're like, what am I reading? Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're the like, sophomores, I read it before this. You're, oh, okay. I was trying to practice. Okay. And it worked. <laughs> okay, honestly, the first thing I thought of is my brother went to Stanford and his girlfriend, who I love, she's like there now. And so I immediately thought of them and I was like, oh, walking around Stanford campus. Like, I just feel like you can totally envision like what it would feel like. Because I've been there. It's yeah. so cool. I mean, I love being on campuses like that because yeah. it's like, I don't know. You just, you feel it. Like you, you feel, feel like you're the one there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I love it too. So wow, this sounds so good. Wait, that is so crazy. We could do a breakdown of the characters. If Break you it down. Like I want to know. know. I here, really okay, do. Okay, so here are the characters that you are going to meet in this book. You've got basically, I believe, the main character, Olive Smith. She's a third-year biology PhD student at Stanford University who researches pancreatic cancer, oh. which is the disease her mother actually died from. Mm-hmm. Wow. She ends up faking a relationship with Dr. Adam Carlson to convince her friend she got over her ex-boyfriend. And the book is written from her perspective. So wait, the the professor 
is dating her just because. Yeah. So he she must really like him. her. Yeah. He must really like her. <laughs> then we come and we see Dr. Adam Carlson. Speaking of the devil, he is a <laughs> young professor who is described by his students as harsh and hypocritical. Oh. The university froze his research funds because they are worried he thinks of leaving to a different university. So Adam agreed to fake a relationship with Olive to make the science department believe he plans to stay at Stanford. Oh, wait. I am so intrigued by this. Honestly, because I'm wondering, is Allie Hazelwood working at Stanford? You know what I mean? Like, why are they This is also a three-book series. You know this? Wait, so wait. I think we're actually reading her second one this, no, this month. Is, oh, really? Yes, because we're reading Love Theoretically. By yes, that, no, yes. that's the third brain. So it's that. So it's this one, then it's Love on the Brain, and then it's Love Theoretically. Wait, maybe we should switch it to Love on the Brain then. You guys, ah, I get- this is exciting. I'm so excited. Sorry, I didn't know we were getting into a three part situation. This is amazing. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode. That- Try to handle one of these. Oh books. my gosh! Read chapter everything. sixteen is a whole episode. <laughs> And you heard it here first, folks. Guys, you should have seen Mars eyes like click. She was like, what? I love that idea. Okay. Anyways, we don't want to get flagged. (laughs) Yeah, we can't say too much. Spotify will come for us. Up next in the characters, we have Anne Pam, which like, what is that? What the frick? Anne Pam. Their parents are Okay, how they're spelling her name is A-N-H. Oh, wait. No, maybe it's not Anne. On. On? On, maybe. On Pam. Did you look up any um, pronunciation? No. Okay. Well, A H N. A N H. A N H. On. On. That's what on. I think of, maybe. Who knows? On Ann Pam, <laughs> whatever her name is. Guys, we will read it and find out for yeah, you. Yeah, we maybe. will let you know. She is Olive's best friend, and she pushes Olive to try new things with Adam without knowing their relationship is fake. <gasps> Anne also likes Jeremy, who happens to be Olive's ex-boyfriend. So that's like a little thing that like, like goes on in here is that Olive used to date Jeremy, but now Anne likes Jeremy. Okay. And so Olive wants Anne to go out there and be her, live her best life. You With go ahead. Jeremy? Yes. You oh. go ahead and date Jeremy because she was over Jeremy. But to prove it to them, she decides to enter into this fake relationship oh. with Dr. Adam. Do you wonder, like girl code situation, like would you ever date somebody's ex? Like you're a girlfriend of yours, they dated a boy. Mm-hmm. Would you ever date that person? So I did with Hunter. <gasps> when you know, you know. You know what I mean? Moving on. <laughs> okay. Well, no, you- I think it depends on if you ask them. Sometimes people are like, it's, especially if there's space in between. Totally. Sometimes people are generally like, that relationship did not work out for me. I don't care. Totally. Like, you know, but I do think it's like the decency of asking. Yeah. I guess it also depends on how, if you're staying involved in that girlfriend's life. Like if you're, yes. if you're seeing her every day all the time, I think that would be, be a little, little hard. I was not. She said, I will move cross country. Bye bye. I did. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, but would you? I don't, I, I really think it would be so strange. Like, I think I would. It would really depend on how long they dated, yes. and like, yeah, or if they're I guess in the same like, like friend group. Yeah, like, like, I would if, never. What the relationship meant to them, because if they're like, if they were extremely serious, yeah, I think that it would be very, very awkward. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine being like, and now I'm here. <laughs> You're like, anywho. Yeah, I think that would be a little. I, I, I don't think I could be friends like or hang. I don't know. I think it would just be. I so think it also weird. depends on the age because I was. 17 when oh, I yeah, first started so dating Hunter. Yeah. I don't think I would do that now. Yeah. Because for me, I'd be like, well, if it didn't work for you, it probably won't work for me. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't want, I don't know, sloppy seconds. You know what I mean? Not that, Hunter, not that you were sloppy seconds, no, no, babe. No, not no. you. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Move okay. 
Um, next, we see Malcolm in and, the middle. And, thank you. You know, because it was in my head and I was trying to keep it together. such a good show. Such you a guys good show. read a, a little extra plug for you. Malcolm in the middle. You haven't seen it. Go watch it. It's so good. I love that show. Iconic. Um, so we find Malcolm, who happens to be Olive's roommate and friend. He's also gay, and he later ends up with dating Dr. Rodriguez. Oh. Love that for you, Malcolm. Moving on. Then we have Dr. Tom Benton. Dr. Tom Benton is a professor at Harvard University <gasps> and Adam's friend. So the oh. professor friends here. He offers Olive a spot at his lab when hearing about her research. Later, he threatens and sexually harasses Olive and steals her research. He ends Wait, up getting fired from Harvard after Olive reports him. This reminds me actually of the book, uh, The Love. The Love Lesson. The yes, Lesson yes, in Chemistry. Yes, Lesson in Chemistry. I thought the same thing. It reminds me of that because yeah. that's what happened to her. That's why she didn't get her, um, she didn't end up getting her, yeah. like, for her bachelor's. Yeah, I because think. she got sexually harassed at mm-hmm, school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and you know what's crazy about this is that Dr. Tom is really close friends with Dr. Adam and Olive is dating Dr. Adam. And... Dr. Tom goes out of his way to hire her after he sees how good her research is just to sexually harass her and steal her work. But, you know, Mm. he got got because she reported. Okay. She reported. Yeah, he got fired. Okay. Yeah. We love just seeing justice. 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 Okay. (laughs) Because in uh, Lessons of Chemistry, she didn't get justice. No, she didn't get justice. They were like, okay, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I know that was so that was such a that was the only aspect of that book like the thread left yeah. you know unfinished it yeah. was annoying that was annoying um okay so that was Dr. Tom Benton we don't like him <laughs> we I don't read like the him. book we don't like him scratch his name out yeah, take the character on. away <laughs> moving on we got Dr. Holden Rodriguez which is Adam's friend who is also gay because he ends up dating Malcolm okay and then we have Jeremy who's Olive's ex-boyfriend <gasps> okay Honestly, I love a book set in a college. And so the <laughs> academic side of it is just making me like want to read it. I, is that annoying? I, no, I want to read it okay. too. I feel like I want to read it because I'm like, I just want to see. Come back like- next week. <laughs> Wait, I have a plug though. Oh, you know what's okay. great? Not that big of a plug because okay. it's not my plug. Okay. But basically I was looking online because I was like, you know what? I think I want to read this. Yeah. And they have a free audio book on YouTube. 10 hours, but baby, put that thing in three times speed and you done in a minute honestly i it's free, don't you know? know if i could listen to chapter 16 you know you see i'd be a little scared i'd have to that is the one thing with audiobooks <laughs> that's the one thing that's a little like i just can't hear someone reading those pages like even when i'm reading it i'm always like mm, maybe i should i'm just my you mind. feel like you should not be listening no you're just like la, 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 yeah. <laughs> usually i'm like okay but that's hard but thing it is too. Free. like you want to skip it but at the same time we're doing it to tell people about it right so then i just have to sit there and i'm just like mm. i have to bear through it yeah i'm just bearing <laughs> through the love making i'm like all right it's whatever. Get your game on, Olive. Get your game on, Olive. Honestly, though, it sounds intriguing to me. I don't normally gravitate, you guys all know, towards mm-hmm. romance books, but this one does sound interesting. I really want to read it. Maybe we should switch our lineup. Like, I know we have books coming up, but <laughs> they like, don't know about it, though. So I we can switch it. Ah! We could switch it. You know what? I think we should. Yeah, we should. I think there's one book that I really do want to read that was like recommended to me by someone else. But maybe we should switch it and like skip the EBT. Hey, we got plenty of time, baby. Do we? True. Do we? <laughs> she goes, I, <laughs> I, I, was like, I barely 
making it through. Nah, I'm barely making it here. No, um, no. I think that I think maybe we guys, guys. Sorry that we're talking about this right now, trying to figure this out. But I'm like, ooh, wait. This is sounding. So- would you guys want us to read this? Yeah, book? you guys want us to switch our lineup? You gotta, you gotta let us know. ASAP. It though. seems like, yeah, true. It seems like such a popular book. When I, I was know, looking up reviews. I know it does. It really does. Everybody. I feel like right now it's Allie Hazelwood, uh, whatever her real name is, then Emily Henry and Colleen Hoover that are like been, dominating yes, yes. the rom-com Although, you know, genre. Hoover, she's been doing that for a while, I feel right, like. Right. But, but she's like pumping out yeah. one after one, next after next that are all, I mean, bangers in the literal sense. It's the month of <laughs> I'm is that so excited. Okay, so maybe we'll read this one. I honestly, you know what? My initial thought about this okay. is that I'm gonna love this book. Yeah, I think because you are. I'm a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I love this type of genres. I like putting myself in the shoes of the not chapter 16. Ah! Okay, not chapter 16. Said, Ooh, ideas. I got enough kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? But basically, I was just like, I, I love putting myself in the story. Yes. So for me, I'm like, I am the one at Stanford. She knows <laughs> that I am. I am the biology chemist, whatever she is. I am Mar- Allie uh, Hazelwood. <laughs> Mar- Can you imagine? Could it is my imagine? third year doctorate program. She goes, I am that girl. I am that girl. <laughs> Honestly, I do think that would be very enjoyable to read. I mean, I literally, I do, I love an academic setting. Like, it's mm-hmm. just fun. I feel like those years can't be replicated. Like, yeah. we've talked about this. I think there was actually one of your books from the New Year's episode that you recommended that's like, all of these it's like a summer read and oh, I think we're yes. actually putting it on for the summer but it's like all these college students in their life through college and yes. then how they can stay friends afterwards what happens I just love that I think it's such such a unique time where they're all I together I think it also brings back nostalgia yes. nostalgia no matter like whatever age you are but also um, for me this book the reason it makes one of those books that makes me want to hold it Oh, while I read it. Okay. Like this camp, just like, she says, I want to feel academic. I, I want to look I wanna, smart. I want to have to put my book down and look around and be like, does anybody see it? That's, that's my favorite part about a book. I forgot to tell you, I literally was picking up uh, one of the books we're reading this month from the library. And it's like the cover is literally bright pink and orange. And it's this couple making out, right? Uh-uh. And it's so not what I would ever read. I bump into my friends at the library and I'm like holding this book and I was like, this is for the podcast. Like, if you're looking at one I was like, this is not what I am choosing to read. Like, I was like, wait, 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 hold on. So have you seen that there's like fake covers for books? Have you seen that? What do you mean? You can like put a little slip cover on the front of the book. Yes, yes, yes. So you can literally be reading the Love Hypothesis, but it'll look like you're reading something from Stanford. Wait, no, that's not what I thought you were talking about. Oh. I I'm, thought, like, you could, there's, like, places where you can go and, like, they, like, you can't see the cover of the book. No, no, no. This is, like, you literally put a fake cover over the a cover. Iconic. Did Gilmore's Girls teach you nothing? I never watched Gilmore's Girls. Jail. You know, I know, I know. I, I tried a little. No, I actually, I had to start and restart that because every time I started it, I got annoyed with how fast-paced, like, the yes. wit and, like, the one-liners are because I get that some characters are like that, but not every character. It, and it annoyed the crap out of me that every single character in that show was, like, so fast yeah. with their wit. And they could always have a comeback. I'm like, that's not real. Yeah, I like watching, like, the little reels on them, though. Like, the little... I don't know what those are called. The collages yes. of the show. Those the are montage. Cute. Yeah, the montages, yeah. but I can't do that. But... Yeah. Well, I've got a question for you, Sadie. Okay. <gasps> We're in the month of love. We are. And you know what? The love hypothesis has got me asking some things here, okay? I'm scared. <laughs> Would you ever enter a fake relationship in hopes to prove to others that you're okay? 
I don't think I would ever do that to prove that I'm okay. I think I would do it to like almost like take myself off the market situation. Like if I'm just kind of like, I'm not, I don't want to date. I don't want to be. It's almost like all of a sudden you just become a fly on a wall. Like no one will even look at you twice at least. Except for, you know what's so crazy though? Mm. These people, they're not just being like, oh, I'm dating that person. They never see each other. They're like, they're, they're. Coming together, they're going on dates. They're <laughs> 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 the way they say that. I look at you like I all the time. So he's like, no. I no. every single time. Like, no, 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 no. You know, they're hanging out with one another to the point where they say in this book that they just can't help it. You know, I just think though, it's like. Have you ever seen The Holiday? It's on Netflix. Yes. It's actually quite good. Like some of those, like, um, what are they? Hallmark movies yeah. are so cheesy and annoying. Mm-hmm. But I think that one is actually very funny. Spoilers. The start is very crude. So yeah. if you're going to try to show people nah, that movie, just that know who ah. you're. No, no. Like look it up before. Yeah, true. But it is really funny. I think it is really clever. But I I think I would fake date someone to for like other circumstances if I was actually like not over somebody if mm-hmm. I was in the middle of I just didn't want to be on the dating scene or I was just I think it would be nice to kind of be like oh yeah I'm with them yeah but not I think not maybe keep up the ruse like a, yeah. going on dates and going yeah. to movies and go to do all the things I think that I would not so do point, you're I would just benefits. say you know yeah. what I mean like yes you're in a relationship. Yes. I think so. I'd literally just be like, oh yeah, that's my boyfriend. Yeah. Like when people walk up to you at like a store and they're like talking to you and you're like, oh, I'm married. And like, I don't see a ring. It's like, nah, I'm married. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Although it's something, it really doesn't intrigue me. Like, uh-huh. I love movies and stuff like this where they're like, where they like hate each other. Oh, I love enemies to lovers. Yes. That's Pride and Prejudice. That's why it's so Amen. iconic. Like literally when he proposes to her and then <laughs> she <laughs> just like goes off and literally says, and that is why I can never marry yeah. you. And he's just saying, and you're ugly at that. <laughs> Every time she does that, I'm like, wow, she just she just really had a. But <gasps> then at the end, <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't just let it go with no. She goes, and you're not that good looking. So honestly, though, even though she found him so attractive she, at the end, this scene, <laughs> he's you- so attractive at the end. Is that just me? No, no. <laughs> <he's-> <laughs> No, tell me why. You know when they came out, Apple came out with those glasses that like you could see things. It was like you have oh, to pay like a thousand dollars something, but you could see things. And yeah. I don't even know. Like you could look at the wall and it felt like you were yes. there. And Joel was like, "Would you ever, ever spend that kind of money?" And I was like, "The only time you're killing me. <laughs> the right only now. time I would ever spend that kind of money is to put that thing on and watch ah! freaking Darcy walk at me for one minute. He does." <laughs> In they, the fog? they knew what they were doing. They <laughs> knew what they were doing. Where they literally did not move that camera. They said, "Hold it, yeah. hold, hold it, hold keep coming, hold keep coming." They're like, "Wait, this is good." <laughs> literally, it's why I literally was like, "I would put that glass on and just watch it." Walk oh my it. gosh! What times we like that today? You see, guys, we just said our love feels. We like- don't even need chapter sixteen. Just walk at us. Just walk. <laughs> We're very easy. <laughs> if you walk, you got it. You know what I mean? We're well, just going to walk with that like cape situation yes. flowing backwards. Oh, the, cape. The, cape. the cape. No, honestly, it was it was such a great scene. But it's like, <sighs> again, that kind of romance, like the buildup, the things not said. I think that's what's also so yeah. good about period pieces. So good about like older style it's so romance. so intense. Yes. like, just say it. <laughs> you know you want to say, oh my gosh, I'm reading this book. Guys, I think we have to read it now. This is so good. Okay, do you have any other questions before I we wrap have, up? Yes, I have more questions <gasps> for you. Oh, more. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know how much longer uh, we can. Do. I know. Yeah, sorry. Maybe it's one more. Okay, wait. Let's see. What do you got? Uh, what do you got? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Pick a good one. Um. Ooh. What is? What was it like the first time you met your significant other? <gasps> Here's the thing, you guys. It doesn't really count because the first time I had Joel, I was like 12. Oh. That doesn't count. Okay, well, let's not. Well, what, what about the moment where you were like maybe a little bit older and you're like, this is maybe a first date? Oh. Um, our first date. Our first day, he picked me up on a motorcycle. I was, love this about you guys. It was so great. Honestly, I literally, I was like, okay, we're doing this. Wait, Sadie. What? When you went home and you were like, we took a little ride for like, I was crying. I was back here in Washington and I was crying. I was like, no way. I was like, doesn't matter, baby. Tess is right now because they are on a motorcycle day. The most romantic. I have ever seen. I was like, oh my gosh, someone write a book about them. I'll read it. You know what I mean? So cute. Literal tears in my eyes. Oh, oh, you guys, if you don't know what part she <laughs> said. I'm literally crying. Oh, what Mar is referencing. When, when, <laughs> so when we went back home for Christmas, um, Joel's younger brother, he has a motorcycle. And I was like, Joel, we should go for a ride for old time's sake. Because that was like what we did when we were dating. He was like, he would always pick me up on his motorcycle. And that's like how we went on our dates. And it was, it was so fun. It just brought back like so many memories. Oh. Like it was the best. And so I put something on my Instagram story. That's what Mar is referencing. So- I saw it and I threw my phone. I was like, no way, it's on the motorcycle. This cannot get any better. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. It was so great. I mean, yeah, honestly, the first time, I just, it was one of those things, truly, that I don't want to sound annoying, but I think a lot of our friends will, like our friends that saw us as we were teenagers would agree to this statement that it was one of those things that it was kind of like everyone always joked about us with each other. Mm. We kind of always crushed on each other, but we never really like acknowledged that or felt like we never made any moves on it. Like we were in high school and it was so funny because I was like seeing other people and going on dates with other guys being like in the back of my head being like, if Joel would ask me out, I will Mm. literally drop all of these guys. So I literally was like, if he would just ask me out, We'll be good to go. And so it was just really funny because I think it was like one of those that just truly genuinely felt like we were just like going to be together. Like we kind of like the first time he asked me, like when he finally asked me out, it was like, okay, like this is it kind of thing. And it was like so funny because obviously when you're dating someone, you need to leave room to date them. Not Do not think that you were going to date or yeah. be with the first person that you date. Like marry the first person you date. Don't do that. But like it did feel like, okay, this is finally it. Like this yeah. end game situation. But what about uh, you? Oh, me? <laughs> I'm so, I'm so head over heels with you guys. Like, guys was so good. Honestly, guys, I mean this with my whole heart. If someone wrote a movie about Joel and Sadie. Oh, my gosh. I would be the first one there. You know what I mean? Honestly, I already have my popcorn and my tickets bought. Okay? It's so, it's so, such a God thing. It's so fun, though. I'm very, very thankful because it definitely could have not, like, just getting married so young, it can totally yes. go different ways, but I feel like it has been the best thing ever. We're going to celebrate seven years oh of marriage. Oh, my gosh. It's blowing my mind. If you look at this yesterday, we're taking five-year pregnancy. Yes. <gasps> oh seven gosh. years. Yeah. And Hunter and I will be five years this That's year. That's crazy. What is going on? You know what? Go. We were both young babies when we got married. We were ba- we were child brides. We, child, <laughs> we were child brides. 
12 years old out there. We do not support that, guys. A bad no, joke. we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I feel like this has just been a whole... We're excited for the month of love, if you can't tell. <laughs> I feel like your, your energy is rubbing off on me. Like, I'm Come getting on. excited about the romance book. So we might have to read the series. It's yes. a three-parter. I did not know... That I didn't know we'd be signed up for that. Yeah, true. But it let would be kind of fun. You guys, let us know. Ah! Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you liked a little EBTB situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this one, it got away from us a little bit. It did, but who cares? It's a good time. Dude, I was having fun. <laughs> y'all, and I know y'all are home sipping your tea, so <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good tea. Also, I'm not even going to lie to you. I found, I had this like teapot. Um, there's a place in Flagstaff that I would go every time I'm up there in um, Arizona, sorry. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like for one of my gifts one year, she got me a teapot from there. I have been filling it. Love. And po- like pouring tea. And I feel so stupid. No, so, that's no, no, no. Cute. no, no, because I would heat water. Okay, tell me why. I would literally put two cups out, put a little tea bag in each for Joel and I, heat a water kettle up and pour each cup. And for <laughs> some reason, and, and you know how tea will say to steep? Like it'll yeah. literally say, cover the top and steep for this long. Yes. I literally had this light bulb moment of being like, oh my God, that is why there's a teapot because the top is covered. So you put the tea bags in, you cover it to steep and that is what you got to do. Like, but I felt so stupid, honestly, because I was like, that is why they literally say cover and steep because you literally put it in the teapot, close it. And then you can just pour out cups of tea. I felt so dumb. So I've been doing that all week. Oh, That's that great. is so cute. I've always wanted a teapot. I can never find one that I think is just perfect though. <gasps> There's one. Have you ever heard of, do you know the brand William Sonoma? No. Oh my gosh. It is this kitchen store. It is like heaven, but it's quite expensive. And there is this teapot and it's like a black and white checkered one. Cute. It is perfection. It is so expensive. So yeah. one day in my life. <laughs> I'm like, don't get to bonus teapot. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, don't break it. <laughs> it's your whole bonus, babe. Oh. Um, you guys, we're going to wrap this one up. We hope you enjoyed our episode. We hope you guys are excited for the month of love. Again, we recognize not everyone is in love. So we yes. hope you don't just buckle up. It'll be fun. It'll be mm. great. It'll be lighthearted. Just enjoy. Amen. Um, and we will see you guys next week for possibly another Allie Hazelwood book. Amen. We don't know. And if you are in love with the Novelty Podcast, please go to Spotify. Give us a follow. It really does help us out. It pushes it out there so more people can be reading books and spilling tea. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.